This podcast is a Kitty Wing production. Rockus Marcus. Rockus Marcus. My high school, I cry. 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 Starts now. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of My High School iPod. Oh, two, three, two, one. one. Go. Yeah, go. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of My High School iPod, the podcast where each... I almost said the only podcast where... But I don't think that's no, true. No, I, I think it is. Go we got it. the market cornered. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> podcast where every week we invite a guest on to share the music uh, that they loved in high school. We listen to it and we talk about it. And that's it. Um, hey. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like trail off think, trying to think of something For this time. 27 episodes, I, <laughs> I said more things after that, but we don't... That's all we do. We listen. We talk about it. Uh, we, we, we go back in time and, and remember uh, what it was about that music uh, that we loved so much, and we try to decide if we still love it or if it's better off in the past. My high school iPod. I. They're getting worse. You kind of picked it up like in the middle of the <laughs> beat, though. He didn't go from like the beginning or say any words. <laughs> no, in this version, no words. Just the meat and potatoes. Uh, Do you I, have words that you always sang for Macarena? Like actual things? I have all them. the times that I've sang the Macarena? Uh, I guess I. Uh, <laughs> I can think exactly. What? I say, did, did you? Look, you were look a po lucky hika <laughs> macarena. Now, none of those words are right or in Spanish, but that's just how it comes out. I'll look a po lucky hika macarena. All right, let's try again. I'll okay. do those words. All right. No, I don't want to do that. Okay. <laughs> those are your words, not mine. <laughs> Is that uh, problematic? I'm not making fun of the Spanish language no. or anything. I think that song makes fun of the Spanish language just for existing. I don't know. Uh, I am your host, Jay Howell. Still unsure about how to start podcasts. I'm joined, as always, by my friend, my co-host, my producer, the... <laughs> What's the one I've been saying? The, the Hall to Your Oats? No, 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 no. Rosetti and Isles? <laughs> yeah, that's what you said twice. The now. Rosetti to my Isles. That's always what it'll be now. Uh, <laughs> uh, Muhammad Joma. Rosetti? That's not right. What is it? I, I've said it right. Rosetti I've never seen Isles? the show. Ro- Rose, uh, this is great. This is great. It for, doesn't matter. Let's move on. doesn't matter. The Franklin to my bash. The Franklin to my bash. Um, can we not do any of what we're doing right now and know. just move on i think people are used to it at this point they've already fast forwarded like i saw who the guest is i hope they introduce them soon <laughs> um let's uh you talk a little bit i'll do you have a song i do okay cool yeah uh our guest uh is a good friend of mine known him for a while we have uh transversed many realms fighting various uh beasts and uh demons and orcs um we play D&D together uh, oh, and, and video games, and uh, we have a good time. And he's a hilarious improviser, and I'm really glad that he's here. Welcome to the show, Corey Domino. Hey, Corey. Hey. Hey. 
How are you? How's it going? I'm good. I'm good. You know, I had, so this is, I just want to th- throw this out here. I had like a really bad nosebleed earlier. <laughs> I just want to bring this up because that is so emblematic of me in high school. <laughs> I know you're going to say because it's your body being like, don't go do that podcast. <laughs> it's going to be a awful. <laughs> Should have listened to your nose, dude. <laughs> Shut up. What was that song that you were playing? Do you know what that my, was? Yeah, I think. Was that from my the CD that I put in there? No. I don't know. It might <laughs> okay. as well be. Okay. It was the Donkey Kong Country Underwater like, theme. That's uh, very similar to something that might have been on. I, I was trying to had a lot of guess. video game music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you like video game music, and that's one of my favorites. Uh, at one. one point, you had talked. We had, we had talked about doing a um, sort of uh, my high school iPod, but just video game music on uh, Let's oh, Make a Podcast. Yeah. Remember? And uh, I had kind of tried to think. I just am not as versed, which is probably why we didn't do it, but. Um, that is one that I always remember, and I love that. Oh yeah, song. that'd be. Co- I mean, even just talking about like video games that I played in high school or like middle school or elementary school, like old school vi- like games that kind of defined you would be a really fun podcast. Yeah, to do. yeah, totally. Yeah, I I pitched. Let's that just do. Let's for, stop doing for, this because <laughs> this is going so poorly. I have <laughs> such weird taste in music that like this will be ah! this will be like barely a music podcast anyway. So Corey, yes. Um, let's let's get into you and what high school was like for you. You said you got a nosebleed, or <laughs> yeah. you were getting a lot of nosebleeds in high I school. Was, yeah, I mean that was probably more. I was it was tapering off by high school, but that was definitely more of like a middle school thing of like or like elementary school, middle school thing. Um, Did for you ever whatever reason you didn't know why too much or something? Eh. I don't know. <laughs> um. What uh? What what kind of kid were you in high school? We met. Uh, we all met after, like, yeah, you know, like in college. college so. I think it was like uh, I want to say the first time I met you was shooting like dudes and magic. Yes, the thing. first time I met Corey, he was a ghost with a pet rat. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure the first so time I him. met you was also shooting something. Probably uh, terrible bank robbers. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Met? I'm pretty sure that's one of the first. It's, it's definitely the first time that we like hung talked out, or yeah. hung out. Yeah. What uh? What what kind of kind of tell us? You know, like where you grew up um, and what kind of high school kid were you and what kind of. So uh, in a nutshell, what did like music? What kind of influence did music have on you? Um. So I went to Lee County High School in uh, Leesburg, Georgia, uh, Southwest Georgia. It's um, a little town outside of Albany, Georgia. Um, and I was born in like Thomasville, Georgia. So I spent my whole, like, uh, until I went to college and came to, uh, Georgia state, like my whole life was down in South Georgia. This explains your big truck. Yeah. My, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How I like to have skull in my lip. And, (laughs) um, so obviously I'm pretty, I mean, I'm not that much different than I, I'm like wiser or whatever. But I've always been like a huge nerd, um, an indoor boy, if you will. Uh, I um, now you're an indoor man. I'm an indoor man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually on staycation right now. I took some time off of work, and I was gonna go. I wanted to go to Asheville for the pinball museum there, and then I found out it was gonna be raining. I was like, I don't wanna. No. <laughs> I don't wanna do that. <laughs> when you found out it was raining, was there a party that was like, yes? No, I can just <laughs> yeah, because then I just want to stay at home and just. Just play whatever video games I have here. <laughs> um, so uh, I, right before high school, I actually moved from from Thomasville 
to uh, Leesburg. And so it was like having a fresh start in a way. Um, though I not like I did anything with it. You know, it's still basically the same. You didn't show up in like a leather jacket. Like, no, Who's the new guy? I was just like... Call me Coco now. Yeah. <laughs> At the very least, I didn't have any of the baggage I had from like middle school, which I also had a reputation a little bit for... Um, I was like a crier. I was like that kid. I was, <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> Crying, your nose is bleeding. Yeah, I was stuff coming out of everything. I was pitiful. <laughs> um, so I feel like I did have a step up in that regard. Like I was still like really nerdy, but um, my high school was weird anyway. Like the theater kids were like the more popular kids in my high school. Our football team sucked. <laughs> it was the football team. Like when when other. Uh, high schools had their homecoming game they loved it when they played Lee County <laughs> because they knew they were going to win it was so bad and um, so I actually ended up doing a lot of theater in high school and I think I I don't know if it's on there but in the like uh, uh, case of CDs that I have I brought a couple um, uh, uh, soundtracks from shows I was in in high school Oh wow! because um, cool. I would have been listening to that in high school to like learn the music or just because like i i like i like musical theater yeah. so <laughs> i have it on there um yeah uh, for the listener Corey brought a uh a stack of of cds in a pretty cool case yeah a case that i've it's never the, seen a case like this before oh, it, really it, it holds the cases the cd cases the jewel cases mm-hmm. i feel like jewel I th- boxes whatever you call them. i thought this was pretty popular actually um I've never seen one <laughs> yeah it's just yeah so you can see all that that's like uh the spine is face up so you can see yeah. all the yeah. things and like it's, i had a i had like a tower yeah it looks like a bedroom. mini portable mm. tower kind yeah. of yeah mm-hmm. also brought your ipod yep um, which i thought was broken but just had the hold <laughs> the old switch on. Wait, so is it like on now? Is it's it on, is yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, but like, honestly, we should probably just stick with that uh, awesome, awesome mix that I brought. Yeah, so let's, um, uh, yeah, let's, get, into let's get into that. So you, we, we did this before uh, a, a few episodes back with a friend of the show, Mike Morgan, where he was moving and he found some CDs uh, that he didn't know what was on him, and so we played him on here, like and just kind of like a time capsule. We kind of all discovered what was on that mix together. Um, and you also moved recently, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. uh, kind of the same thing. So uh, that was so much fun, and I, I, I truly, I like I said, I, I know you from from D and D and and video gaming. And uh, just like Hanging. goofing around, yeah. Friendship, but I, friendship in general. But yeah. if you, yeah, if you ask me, like, what kind of music does Corey listen to? I'd yeah, be like, I, I, would I don't know. I don't yeah, know when either. when like you guys talk about music, I definitely that's the part when I zone out or like leave the room because like I cannot relate at all. <laughs> so I did that, not. You know, that's funny because you're. Uh, we've had very intense conversations about TV shows mm-hmm. and cartoons and movies. Mm-hmm. Me and you. Uh, both your episodes of uh, Let's Make a Podcast are yeah, about TV. movies and TV. Yeah, so save uh, the plugs till the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny that I, that doesn't quite go hand in hand with you, or do you just find that your taste in music is so unique that you can't really be part of the conversation? I'm, yeah, I, I've always tell people I'm not a music person, because sure. I'm definitely not like a popular music person. Right. Like I like. Um, I always like comedy songs or any anything comedic. I really yeah. loved uh, growing up, and more often than not, I actually had a thing. 
Oh, I oh man, I don't know if anyone remembers this, but I had this thing called um, it's called a Cybico, and it was like I was ahead of I think it was ahead of its time. <laughs> it was like a little um, Palm Pilot or something that you could have games on, and you could record like audio on it, and so I would record. Um, bits from Siren Night Live T- buddy, and like listen to them. Totally. I did the same thing with like That's a little awesome. mini cassette recorder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd record specifically SNL bits, uh, like Cartoon Planet stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the songs from Cartoon Planet I'd just record. Or, oh, nice. Uh, what was that? Was it called Cartoon Planet? The show? Yeah. The, with Brack? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd record those shows right off of the TV and uh, yeah. And then I would do like I mean when I was younger I'd do like little radio shows and stuff where I'd introduce the songs oh, the and same. I'd do bits and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so I still have now. some of those tapes. I bought a recorder to listen to them recently. I was like, ah, they hold up. Nice. For like an eight year old. <laughs> I did I did the, the radio thing with the only two CDs I had were No Doubt by Tragic Kingdom and I think the Hanson C D. So my radio show I would just alternate. I'd be like, here's another one from No Doubt. <laughs> Uh, and look we're here we're doing the yeah, same basically just as well yeah so is the first song we're gonna play today by no doubt or yeah here's it? another one from no doubt <laughs> uh no let's let's jump into this thing uh Corey, any predictions is, about what you uh, think might be on here Do you well the, might be the mix is called awesome it's mix. called awesome mix and full disclosure, this awesome. I might have made this in junior college, but I kind of consider that an extension of high school because mm. it was it was so easy. <laughs> I like oh god, I didn't pay attention to most of those classes. And I I graduated like summa cum laude or something nice. like that. Congrats! It was because wow, it's about it. yeah. Well, it was like <laughs> there's a lot of. Uh, I went because my dad worked there, and so I ended up making money with like scholarships and whatnot going there. Um, but a lot of the people that go there are, you know, couldn't get into actual schools. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it was, uh, I was a big fish in a little pond for sure there. So I, um, I just, I don't know. I was just in like plays and stuff in junior college and like didn't, um, I don't know, didn't try very hard. It was very nice. It was actually a good time in my life. It's good. It's like <laughs> the, the, Right after finishing high school and then immediately going to college, like in hindsight, I wish I had not done that because it's like, yeah, it's like you hear stories about people like, yeah, I took a year or two off and then I kind of figure out what I wanted to do. And I was it, like, it seems I like just it. went right into <laughs> yeah. it and still like four years in was like, I don't know what the fuck I want to do. It, it seems like it's a good habit to do actually to take yeah. some time. Like even if you're not, even if you still want to be in school, but like don't go so seriously so fast you know because it's fucking hard and you're young and you don't know shit about anything yet you know yeah that's kind of what i did except i got all my core classes out of the way so when i went to georgia state i just like took all film classes i took a film like two film i took whatever that like you i don't know if either of you guys had experience with this but at georgia state my freshman year which was like right out of high school going into the like saying i want to be a film major they like set up a course load for me and it was fucking so intense. I mean, like, <laughs> like the only, I think, core class I had was, like, English 101 the first semester or the first, like, year I was there. Mm-hmm. And then it was, like, some civil, you know, civil building class or something and then two film courses and stuff. And they were all so serious. And I was just like, fuck this. School sucks, you know? So- and I dropped out. And then I didn't do anything for seven years <laughs> until I went back to school, <laughs> you know? I, I went to a community college in Virginia because I moved up there for a year after I graduated high school 
and uh, me and uh, my friend Andy, we took all our classes together because we were like, this will be great. And like in hindsight, it was a terrible idea because right. if one of us was like, I don't really feel like going to class, the other one would be like, well, I'm not going. <laughs> so we missed so much class. And then there was this one class. I forget what it was, but like it was the last day. It was like the day of the final. And we were both feeling pretty good about that class. We're like, probably going to get a B in this one. And somebody else in the class who was sitting next to us was like, like, what did I felt? And this was right at the beginning of like when you started having like online courses or like assignments Mm -hmm. that would be like kind of in tandem with the class. And so the person next to us was like, what did you guys think of all that online stuff we had to do? And we were like, we didn't have any online stuff. And she was like, no, like half of the grade. Is and we were just like, and we both just got up and walked out. <laughs> That's like a literal nightmare. Yeah. Like I've definitely had nightmares where I'm, I am still in college and there was a class I just forgot to go to until the final. <laughs> and I'm freaking out. I was like, well, I got to take the final now. <laughs> I'll I love, give it my best shot. I love the uh, thing on online courses where it's like okay you have to make a post about this subject and you also have to respond to two other posts so like you just like <laughs> oh yeah everybody's response would always just like say exactly what the person said back to him and be like i agree and then their <laughs> sentence you know or whatever what is the point of that uh <laughs> should we get into the album yes we got yeah, 19 sure. tracks baby oh Baby. Wait, what's what's it called again? Awesome mix. Awesome, awesome mix. Awesome Which, mix. Not Guardians before, of the Galaxy. Before Guardians of the Galaxy, I don't think I even knew Guardians of the Galaxy at the time. I was actually nobody did. <laughs> at that time. I was actually reading comic books, but it was during the Civil War, uh, the Marvel ah, Civil War. That's where yeah. I was super into You're comics. Old. Yeah. Well, we're like we're all like all the same age, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I when I, when I heard the movie was coming out, I was actually really excited because there was a lot of really cool stuff in like the Civil War art, yeah. like the actual Civil War. Ark was like a journalist or something. Like yeah. it wasn't any particular superhero, and so it was a cool outsider's perspective. Right. And yeah. Captain America got like sniped, and yeah, it's like totally different than the yeah, it has movie nothing to do with the where movie they just all, fight basically. each other for no reason. Other than like <laughs> Iron Man and Captain America are pissed at each other. That's right. like the only thing they kept yeah. from right. it. Um. Well, cool. Well, this uh, this is track one off of the awesome mix. I hear the train Johnny Cash, Johnny Cash. <laughs> You know when I think of Corey Domino I think Johnny Cash I, So uh, One of the things I loved In addition to like comedy songs I really loved songs that had a story to it Yeah Oh yeah So like Johnny Cash has a ton of songs like oh, yeah. that. I was really I actually really was really into Johnny Cash I have like some best of album mm-hmm. Yeah of And his. like funny songs too I mean yeah. like a, uh, Boy Named Sue And even this is kind of funny the, uh, I, the one where it's like, I sold it one piece at a time and it didn't cost me a dime. It like got a car by just taking it piece by piece home. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I went through a brief phase in uh, g- college, like early 20s, where I thought uh, Jimmy, I like Jimmy Buffett. Because <laughs> Jimmy Buffett yeah. has songs like that, yeah, but it's just like he's hard to really get into because it's so like old rich baby boomer bullshit but right but this, like, Johnny Cash had like some his backstory was kind yeah. of edgy yeah and, like, <laughs> everybody had that poster or t-shirt <laughs> with him flicking you right. like 
Johnny Cash is tough, man. He played uh, in a prison. Chris Caraba is wearing that in the picture. Yeah, we yeah. <laughs> he's wearing that Johnny Cash T-shirt. I remember thinking, and this is way before uh, Walk Hard came out, but I remember when Walk the Line came out, thinking that there were so many really funny parts in that movie that weren't supposed to be funny. But it was like when Reese Witherspoon is like sitting at a kitchen table and she and she goes, and it burns, burns, burns. <laughs> And I just lost it. <laughs> she won an Oscar for that. Yeah, she it just, was fucking garbage. That, yes. No, uh, no. That actually might be, like, for me, the, the straw that made me <laughs> hate all biopics. Yeah. That movie. And it's not like it's the worst one. It's not even that bad of one. It's just, like, it's the epitome of what bio, especially biopics about musicians, are, have just all become. It's just, like, yeah. this, like generic fucking melodramatic or overly dramatic like bullshit because right. it's they, they're all just so because joaquin phoenix man. doing a really good johnny cash impression yeah. and she's doing a good june carter like they're acting it's just like they shove in all the like lyrics of his songs <laughs> it didn't make any sense Hey, right, that was a good, that was cool. Good, uh, we, we got to play it all out. I was about to skip it, but uh, oh yeah. And uh, if you if you feel like skipping something, if we play it, just give us the here we go. Sign. I know this one. Some Beatles. Ah, this is, this is a bit of a deep I don't know. This, this is um. Sheepdog. Standing in the rain. So again, I don't want people like again, singing again. <laughs> Just me doing karaoke to my high school music. <laughs> we do get people that are like, you don't have to sing, sing if you like. This is also kind of a whimsical pick, yeah. right? This came from, I want to say it came from Yellow Submarine. Yeah. I think it might have only been on Yellow Submarine. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's a fun fun song. I feel like this this whole album, or this whole like mixtape that I did, might be things that I felt were more popular, <laughs> like yeah. more mainstream. A little cool, yeah. Because like it was like if I had a girl in the car or something, right. I'd put on my awesome mix, and mm. it's like it was kind of quirky, but like not like super weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because if you like the Beatles, yeah, you're cool. Yeah, cool guy. Beatles, Who doesn't like the Beatles? Beatles go straight comedy sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> they go for laughs sometimes. <laughs> yeah, like Rocky Raccoon. Yeah. Have you seen any of their movies? I've never seen any of like the movies that they did. Hard Day's Night's pretty good. I like I like Hard Day's Night. Um, I've seen Help a long time ago. Yellow Submarine is really good too. Yeah, though it's not the Beatles. I think they sing the songs, but I don't think they're the they're not the voices. Oh really? People doing impressions. It's someone doing like it's and when you listen to it, it's like oh yeah, these actually are like bad impressions. (laughs) (laughs) These are caricatures. It's like, oh, we've got to go to the Sea of Dreams. I don't know about that. <laughs> um, should we go move on? Yeah, let's, yeah, let's do the next one. Okay. Ooh, gorillas. Oh, gorillas, yeah. Yeah, this is probably, this is definitely like later high school. Um, this is, this is, uh, first album, right? This is self-titled. That came out in- well, I wasn't listening to it when it came out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it came it out when I was in, like, middle school, I think. Yeah, 99 so, or 2000, I believe. I had a... I was obsessed with this album, actually. It's a good album. I still love this album. Yeah, it's really it's good. Demon just all good. came out when we were in high school, I think. I think Self-Title came out in high school. Yeah. If, if not, it was, like, 99. It was, like, we started high school in 2000, right? In, yeah. In, 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 I'm going to look it up. 
Look at that. Right. Wow. Let's, let's talk about this band. Right. You guys listen to any of their uh, new music? I thought their last album was pretty good, actually. It's not bad. I listened yeah. start to finish once. Yeah. I was like, this is cool. And then I listened to something else. I, I kind of was in the same boat where I, I was like, this is a lot better than their last album. And then still was kind of like, didn't, I really didn't play it too much. Was, the one before that was Plastic, Plastic Beach? No. Plastic Be- no, Plastic Beach was... Like two albums? Two albums. Okay, that's the last one yeah, that there was I one loved. After Plastic Beach. Um, God, man, I can't remember what it's called, but it's very, like, dancey. Very, yeah. like... I don't think I liked that very one as much. Dancing, and yeah. then the new one, I felt the same. I, like, I compared them to Plastic Beach, and I lo- it was hard for those to compete because I loved that one so much. Humans was the one oh. before. The, their last one. Their last one yeah, was the one. Now Now, which is a which is a good album, which came out last year. Gorillas came out. Self titled came out two thousand one. So yeah, high school. Okay. So I had a friend. Well, you know, I had a friend in high school um, who. <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, he's still he's still like my best friend. Actually, uh, we've known each other since like sophomore year of high school. His name's Zach Justice. Uh, shout out, shout out to Zach. Probably not gonna listen to this. <laughs> well, fuck you, Zach. <laughs> Um, I just want to bring up his name because it's a great name. It is a great it's a a real, name. Every time I went to his house, like, I always wanted to answer the phone. Just like, House of Justice. <laughs> um, I never did it, though, but I thought it would be funny. Um, so I got a lot of my music, like the, the good stuff. Like this probably, almost all of this probably came from him. Gotcha. Like he would burn um, MP3 CDs that were just like the MP3 files as opposed to like doing the AIFF oh, right. kind yeah. of thing. So I could, you could fit like, I don't know, 100 mm-hmm. songs or so. Right. Um, which I think I brought a couple of those too. If we like go through this and want to like just see what kind of stuff you got me. Um, we'll do that on the Patreon. Yeah. Which, was this, was, was, do you think this mix, was it coming from like downloaded music or was this like shit that you were like ripping to a playlist? Or? Uh, probably a mix. Cause like that Beatles one, I probably had the CD of right. it. But I ripped a lot of my music and then just put the whole album I would just like copy the album put it on a burn disc so that if it broke or something happened and I'd have it in my car you had a backup I was, I, yeah because I was That's like awesome. I don't want I don't want to lose it <laughs> I was I was pragmatic about it That's I had awesome. I had a, a little so I didn't have a CD player in my car like built in but I had like a Walkman that had a blue or not a Bluetooth attachment it was FM radio transmitter. oh yeah yeah yeah, that's fucking cool. Um, which, yeah, I still, <laughs> I still so think cool it's a I great idea. I had a straight-up Walkman for, like, the longest time. When I, I kind of forgot all about it until we started doing this uh, podcast. But, like, yeah, CD player, whatever they called the CD player version of the Walkman. Discman. Discman. Oh, Discman. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it had the skip-proofing, so, like, it wouldn't just, like, skip constantly <laughs> as you were walking. I fucking wore that shit, like, on my belt clip. <laughs> there we I, go. New song. Oh, this is from... The Kill Bill soundtrack, ah. which I listened to a couple. I had a couple Tarantino uh, soundtracks that I really liked. This one, um, and the Jackie Brown soundtrack, yeah, had some great yeah. songs on it. Um, was uh, was movie soundtracks like a big uh, thing for you? Yeah, actually, yeah. I had the episode one. I didn't bring it, but I almost brought it. The episode one, like special edition, like soundtrack. Yeah, it had kind of like a holographic cover with Darth Maul on it. But I was like. Eh, people, people know what the Star <laughs> right. Wars Episode One music sounds right. like. Really, only the only really good song is like "Duel of the Fates," it's, which is an amazing dun, song. Dun, it's dun, like one dun. of the best songs from movies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so good. Um, 
but yeah, I was big on soundtracks too. And 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 score stuff a little like I mean definitely score stuff, but like just in general, I was like, I want to know what all those songs from that. You mean especially when you talk about guys like Tarantino and stuff and. I mean, even today, it's still that thing where it's like, oh, these cool 70s songs that kids have never heard. And then, right. you know, speaking of awesome mix. Yeah. yeah. And I always loved, especially about Tarantino movies, is they would put scenes in the uh, in like the tracks, in the in the soundtrack. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it'd be like, you know, you'd listen to a song from Pulp Fiction, and then you'd be like, oh, you ready, honey bunny? Right. Or you'd get Stephen Wright introducing the first song from Reservoir Dogs. I think uh, right. Okay. That's awesome. I had the... Uh, Bottle Rocket soundtrack too for early Wes Anderson. He had uh, some really like I, like. There's so much stuff that there's I probably a learned Proclaimer from song on, yeah. on Bottle Rocket. Yeah. that is one of my favorite yeah. songs. This is the story yeah. I lose my virginity. Yeah, and then like I mean we've talked about him a little bit too. Just like I didn't really know like too. I mean I I, I don't know if I was introduced to the Velvet Underground probably around the same time as. Uh, um, Royal Tenet Bombs, but like mm-hmm. those things together in the Kinks, it's like another one where you're just like, oh yeah, I know these guys, and right. you start listening to them, and you're like, Darjeeling Limited. Yeah. Um, I, soundtracks, I, I really like John Bryan, who did like um, Eternal Sunshine, The Spotless Mind, and I Heart Huckabee. Totally, yeah. I really liked, and I, like, he, he has such a unique style right. like he'll do music or like for a movie or a, t- or a TV show now and I'll hear like a little keyboard part and I'm like I wonder if John Bryan did this and I uh, look yeah. it up and I'm like he fucking did it's like the guy from uh, Radiohead whose name I always forget Johnny yeah. fuck whatever it is but he, he's Johnny become fuck. so <laughs> he's become so like iconic with his sounds too where you're just like I wonder if that's him and then you look it up and you're like oh yeah that's him <laughs> yeah we just lost any we have no street cred, but we lost any yeah. of it that we had. In, like, movies and <laughs> music a, right there with that <laughs> one, like, you know, that guy. <laughs> we have a, a podcast about Anderson high movies. school music, <laughs> and we're like, we love Radiohead. Uh, Greenwood? Green something? Johnny Greenwood, you Greenwood? got it. Yeah. yeah, I knew um, it. I was just letting you figure <laughs> it out. Should we go to a next song? I'll take one, two. Yeah, let's go to the next song. All right, track five. Oh, yeah. I was hoping... <gasps> Yes, Coheed and Cambria. How much oh, have wait, we, we talked? Gotta, to- I didn't it completely wrong lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> How much have we talked about this band? I feel like I was so into them. In I high feel like school. it was on awesome. episodes where they came up a lot, but they we haven't come up too much. Justin, but that was oh, it. nice. Uh, I, but again, the reason I liked it is because of the story behind it. Because it was this whole like sci-fi like discography right. that they had, this yeah. like concept album that they had. I, like the first like two or three albums, I was like so into it, and then like. As it kept going, I was like, wait a minute, they're not being consistent with this. <laughs> like, well, they, they got more and more, like, prog rock. As yeah. Progressed. Like, their lyrics were always, I mean, like, this album, less so, because this was, like, their first one. But, like, the next album, they had, like, different, they had, like, three songs that were all part of the same kind of chapter and stuff. You could mm-hmm. tell what they were doing. And I think uh, Claudio, the singer, I think he writes comic, like, writes comics Yeah, now. I have yeah, one yeah, yeah. of the, like, official Coheed and Cambria comics. Cool, cool. Because um, I thought that was, like, the coolest part. Um, I loved this album so much. Yeah, I, I did I, not listen to this band at all in high school, but I, I, I like it now. I mean, this was before. The so one this was the, uh, Devil in, No, the song was called uh, Devil in Jersey City. The oh, album is... called... I would, like, listen to these, like, on repeat all the time, and I 
so embarrassed I can't remember what the name of he, it is. Uh, his voice was so unique it's, it's and high. Great. He yeah. sounds like Geddy Lee from Rush, but but I doing like know. an emo kid impression. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, tr- and I would like sing along with it in the car, like trying. I was like almost training my voice <laughs> yeah. to like get, because like I would sing when I was in musicals. I would sing tenor, and I think I could sing the baritone part and probably better. Right. But like I think because I could get those higher notes where like other high school and like junior college guys like couldn't, right. I would always like get ca- uh, Cass's tenor. Um, so like I kind of felt like almost. It was like a connection. I got this. Me and Claudio. We're on the same level. Did you ever see them live? I saw them live a few months ago. Yeah? Actually, yeah. Dude. It, like half the songs I was like, okay, yeah. But then when the, then when the songs I knew came on, it's like, yeah, yeah. We were like in, and I went with my best friend, Zach. Zach like, Justice? Zach, Zachary Justice. <laughs> um, and he, uh, yeah, we like got in the like, uh, Whatever, like not mosh pit because people weren't like thrashing, but like we the were crowd, like, about were mid. We we got we were fairly close. It was it was fun. It was like a kind of a trip down memory lane. Yeah, and I like I I saw him twice in high school. And I remember just assuming like he wouldn't sound like this live. <laughs> oh yeah, because he it's did. Like... <laughs> he was amazing. And when he talks, he just sounds like a normal yeah. dude. Like you'd think he'd sound like Tiny Tim or something. Right? Uh, quick, quick, quick shout out to uh, my cousin's wife, Heather Naja, who was at that show, pregnant, and has listened to this podcast and said, "You guys should talk about Cody and Camry." Hey! <laughs> I yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad this is on this mix because I that probably defined my high school experience quite well. And a lot of the songs are are a lot about like um, uh, girls not liking. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like feeling that I was like, well, girls don't like me. I'm gonna listen to Coheed. <laughs> That's a uh, most of doing this podcast. It was like so much of the music I listen to that like, girls not liking me. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's lyrics in these songs. It's like uh, die white girls. No, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> But I wonder. Like, I feel like. Bands like that would be like, no, 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 it's a story, right? Well, <laughs> especially I'm, for Coheed, yeah. I would, have, I would, they would probably argue. But like, did you read the comic book companion? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but later, like later in albums, when Claudio is in, like, you know, like in real life, he's in a happy relationship. Like, they aren't that aggressive. <laughs> 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 They're like more flowery and like less angry, right? I, I like like the prog rockiness of this band when I hear it go through. Again, I didn't really listen to them in high school. Yeah, like this, they they had a lot of songs that would kind of have like three different parts. Yeah. And then I think after that, In Keeping Secrets with like that one they started doing. I remember the one after that came out, I think like my freshman year of college mm-hmm. and I was not on board with it because it was just too, the songs were like eight minutes long oh, and they, yeah. there was no... I wanted like a hook or something, and they just weren't giving it to me. So. Ooh, they I might be this. giants. Yeah. And this one. Hey, that, that's you and Mikey's mix in common. Yeah, I saw you. Did he have experimental film on, on no, his too? I don't think so. Okay. This was from the. I think the first one I ever had was from this. Uh, they had this song on it. The first album I ever had of theirs. Uh, Do you remember that episode? I think it's, it's, I think it's this one actually. The, oh, you the got spine. it. Oh. Yeah, so I, 
I think I got this because so I was a huge Homestar Runner fan. Oh yeah. In high school, like I distinctly remember in like honors English, there's a computer in the class, and like we would play. Dude, totally. The that's that's how I saw that too. Right? Every like, like once. A- like I remember, we all knew the day of the because they come out every week. Mm-hmm. It was like Tuesday, it was like every or something. something. Yeah, that sounds about right. So we'd all be like, "The new one's up!" Yeah, and I was like, I was into it. I feel like long after most people were just like, <laughs> "I don't want to do this anymore." You're like Trogdor, right, guys? They're like, every, "Yeah, dude." Every once in a while, they still they'll release like a short or something, and I'm like, "Hell they, yes!" They did that remix of the Daft Punk album when it came out uh, with um, what's his name the uh. God, I can't remember his name, but it's like a remix of the whole album with him just like Strong Bad, Strong Bad, oh, yeah, okay. singing on top. Yeah, it's hilarious. Oh, I nice. one of the guys from Daft Punk. No, no, like, no. What are their names? Do yeah. they have names? I was gonna be like Homestar. <laughs> <laughs> um, this seems very on brand for you. Oh yeah. So the reason I brought Homestar Runner is they did the music video for this song. Oh. And where it's like Strong said making an experimental film and it's like goes along with what the lyrics are saying. It's a great music video. I really love it. That's cool. I this one I do know. I, I when when we were talking about it with Mike and Mitchell brought him up too, and it's they're a band that I've always been like, I feel like I should have listened to them more. Like, cause I everything I hear by them I really like. I have heard this song before. Yeah, I oh I, did that you watch that, that like, Tiny Tunes episode where they did a bunch of I said the same thing on the last time we talked about that. I don't so think I must have. There's a Tiny Tunes episode that was the, all like they might be giant songs animated. I, so I didn't have cable growing up. Oh, that's right. We talked about so that. So yeah. I, and it's, yeah, just like never until I went to college. Even when I went to college, I didn't really like have it that much. I, I by that and point, now you like don't Hulu. need it. <laughs> right, exactly. Right. I'm doing the same thing. I'm watching Hulu and like <laughs> streaming stuff. Um, so... Was Tiny Ty- Jones was on like WB or something, right? I don't remember. I think it was yeah, like a WB or Fox cartoon. Fox. Or maybe it was. Fo- it, I think it was Fox actually. Which well, I it would make that, sense if it was didn't. WB because but, it was a. Uh, no, it was it was Warner Fox. Brothers property. I'm pretty Wasn't sure it? it was. I'm it's, pretty sure it was. it's Looney Tunes. Yeah, but like I think I'm pretty Adam, sure it was Animaniacs on. and stuff came on Fox. I think no, Animaniacs was. WB. WB. Because these are, I can remember because I knew which ones I was watching, like at yeah. friends' houses, and which ones <laughs> I was watching at my house. All right, track um, seven. Oh, I know. Oh, this is uh, uh, Wolf, Wolf Mother. Mother. Yeah. What happened to them? Were they only popular for this one song? Uh, they had this song. They had a song Joker on and the Thief. Was, uh, they Joker put that in thief. movies all the time. Yes. And it's I, a and, good song. And in, in the first like minute, I'm like, oh yeah, this is Rush. And then when it goes, <laughs> I was like, oh wait, no, no, this is this is a Rush. <laughs> um, they did a. Was that Joker and the Thief the one that was in Jackass, or did they do? I don't remember. I don't ever saw. I it. know they did a song for Jackass. It might have been that one. But yeah, their hits are good, and they are in like commercials and movies a lot. Yeah, maybe they broke up or something. And I I don't think I ever listened to any other album, but their like self-titled one that they have. Indeed, have other. They albums. just seemed like they were going to be famous, and then didn't really do anything with their it's sudden, you know, success. It kind of reminds me like uh, Greta Van Fleet. Yeah. How everyone I wonder if just they'll do anything. Came out and were on SNL, and all of a sudden people were talking about them, and I was like, "What is that?" And then I listened to it, and I was like, "They're good. I don't like it at all, but they're good." And I did. I remember thinking like they sound like Wolf Mother. 
So maybe every couple years, there's some band that's just like, I'm going (laughs) to do straight up 70 sounds. And people are like, whoa, this is what we've been waiting for. And they're like, I guess really it's not because we could just listen to 70s music if we want. Let's move on. Yeah, let's move on to this one. Track eight. Almost halfway there. (laughs) Oh, this Uh, is Flaming uh, Lips. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yoshimi. Was this uh, the first Flaming Lips album you heard, or I think so. It might be the only. <laughs> Again, concept album. Yes. That's why I liked it because uh, it's about this, uh, you know, robot that fights uh, other robots. Or wait, no, she was She's a, a black belt in karate. She has to fight a pink robot. Right. Um, she takes. She takes vitamins. <laughs> this is I. I had heard, when I was in high school, I heard people talking about this band and this album, and I bought it when you would buy CDs at a CD store, and I listened to it in my car, and I think it was like 10th grade, maybe 11th grade, and uh, didn't like it, and I don't know why. Hmm. It was like too, I think it was like too much of a concept, and it was like a little too out there for me. And uh, then I listened to the Soft Bulletin, which was the one they put out before that, and I really liked that one because it was just like song after song of like just like really interesting music. Mm-hmm. And then I listened to this one again, and I liked it. Oh, nice! It was like a, I had to go back to get like an appreciation for them. Mm-hmm. And now I've, it's it's all great. Did you guys know that he produced? Uh Miles no! Dead Pets. He produced Miles Cyrus' album. Help, he wrote songs on it. Produced music. Yep. Pretty incredible. Are there any of those songs good? Yeah, it's my favorite album of theirs. It's very weird. It sounds like a low bar. It's called... <laughs> no, it's a high bar for me. <laughs> it's called Miley Cyrus and Her Dead Pets. Uh, it's a great album. You said you... It's a great title. It's those many songs about her uh, passed away pets. Hey, it's a concept album. I'm yeah, check it out. Check it out. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, let's move on. We got a lot together, <laughs> and we we've talked about uh, yeah, flaming lips, lips a lot. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Band. Let's get to the weird stuff. That was a little more kill bill. Uh, yeah, more kill bill. Bow embarrassing. You're premature and you're bounce bounce. Bam bam. Oh no, I'm late. Oh no. That was the best. Alright, let me take it again. Let me take it again. Do it quick. Take it on top and <laughs> three, two. Bam. Oh wait. We didn't reset the song. Oh. Uh, uh, this fucking song like the, the trailer for Kill Bill, the first time I saw it, the first time you heard the song, you were like, there's no way this movie's going to be bad. Right. This oh, fucking yeah. song is amazing. I, the reaction I had to Kill Bill Volume 1 in the theaters was so... It's one of my, like, most uh, sort of, like, just 
physical reaction I think I've had during a movie. I was like giddy with excitement. Yeah, I liked pretty- it so much, but it, it kind of falls low, I think, in my Quentin Tarantino rankings list at this point. But yeah. uh, but it, I, like at the time, I was just like edge of my seat, couldn't believe my eyes. Like when they start going into Lucy Liu's character's backstory and it goes into anime, I was just like, "Oh yeah!" I was oh like, my, my mind was exploding. I yeah. was like, "This is amazing!" Just like that dude in the anime part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I yeah I. This is the Rizza. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, that's cool. This almost sounds like something that would be in a video game to me. Yeah. Like I can't even. I want to say like a Ninja Turtles game or something. I feel like I have totally. a specific of those like horns that. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah, yeah, it feels like the Ninja Turtles. Uh, you want to do it again? You want to oh, redeem yeah. yourself? Wait, <laughs> I don't think I get a shot. There's no more. No, I don't think they do it. Again. At the very, very end, maybe. A, no, I'll, I'll try. I'll try it. anyway. Um, yeah, you try. Fu- fuck you guys. Track <laughs> 10. Track 10. I hope it's that song again. <laughs> <laughs> Bam! <laughs> get worse. Oh, from Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown, Brown yeah. Mm-hmm. So you weren't kidding earlier. <laughs> no, I was. <laughs> I wish you had said, you'll see. <laughs> Jackie Brown is such a good movie, by the way, and I, I wish yeah, that there were more... I mean, I love... Tarantino's movies and I first of all I love his script so like you know that's like the thing about him I like the most but um, I wish he worked more <laughs> and then would do weird things like Jackie Brown like adaptations and stuff sometimes because um, or even like wrote scripts for other directors because uh, True Romance which is a Tony Scott directed movie from a Quentin Tarantino script I love mm-hmm. I wish there was more of that I understand that he takes six or seven years in between each project so that's not gonna happen but I like that better I've decided as people who wait as opposed to the person that puts something out every year not me I say churn it out I don't like the perfectionist I'm like put shit out there if it sucks okay put out something next year what are you yelling I love this you can still one. say his name <laughs> <in the laughs> yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I mean saying I'm stating a fact that he like since the 70s put out a movie most every, of them every never year I think of. he's yeah. missed one year uh, since like the 70s up until recently of course but which he might still have I mean yeah, he had the yeah. movie come out like last year I think um well, like the last couple I saw, I was like, "Why does he? What? I wish he." Hey, he worked with Miles Sachs in a whole Amazon series of Miles Sachs. He did? Yeah, he had an Amazon six-episode series, and then he was tapped. He was like under contract to make like three movies that were going to come out under Amazon's like movie label, and they dropped him after the show. They were like, "Yeah, we don't want to work with you," because they remembered that he was married <laughs> to that woman he's been married to for twenty years. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Who's like yeah. uh, like well into our adulthood at this point? Well, it's more about the, and the other stuff. Yeah, I guess, the other whatever. stuff. I think I don't, I'm, I'm coming off like a Woody Allen apologist. <laughs> I, I don't really care. Uh, <laughs> uh, I liked Midnight in Paris a lot. Year, I love I love Midnight in Paris. Matter of fact, I, I love I love looking. Listen, <laughs> you've come full circle. <laughs> I love Woody Allen's movies. I do. I mean, they've mm-hmm. all been great. Yeah. It's, but he's. You know, it's okay if he never works again. I think that's the thing that always gets me with that kind of stuff, and then yeah. no, we don't His necessarily talk old. about it. But it's like, 
Who cares if we never get another Woody Allen movie again? It's fine. It's fine. The world is fine without him. Right. I watched Andy Hall again recently, and when I first saw it, I was like on his side because I was like in high school or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. And then I watched it now, I was like, oh yeah, he was a real dirtbag. Right. <laughs> yes. He was a terrible. He was so mean to Annie. Uh, she Man- did not deserve that. She deserved way better. Manhattan is a is a really good. Uh, uh, is that what that movie's called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was one called Manhattan? Yeah. He, he's. I mean, he ends up with like a sixteen-year-old at the end of that movie, and he's like actually Woody Allen age. I've seen it. It's a really good movie, but he is like such a dirtbag in it. And I think when I was younger and I watched it, like I mean, it, he doesn't like he's not like the hero of the movie. He's like still kind of a shitty person the whole time. But like you're kind of like, oh, he's cool. He's funny. He's weird. He's quirky. You watch it as an adult, which I have because I I do love that movie and I still love that movie. But you watch it as an adult and you're like, this is a movie about a very bad person doing very bad things. You know, we uh, I usually try to harness Muhammad's movie talking, but you put fucking songs from <laughs> yeah. movies on here. And so yeah. now I feel like I have to let him talk about movies. <laughs> even though. Even uh, that had nothing to do with the song. Yeah. You know who Tarantino reminds me of? Woody Allen. <laughs> I'll say real quick, the better example of that thing is Scorsese. Scorsese puts out a movie just about every Same year. Same thing, yeah. Like, Take you know, he, some Make of them are great. No, why? He puts out a movie constantly, I'm saying. He's one of those dudes who's like, always has something. It's just sometimes it's like a documentary. Sometimes it's like a movie that not a lot of people see, you know. But uh, he's not always directing them, though. He's, yeah, he is. Uh, all of them? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he produces a lot of shit. I know he produces a lot of shit. Yeah. He produced that Joker movie that's about to come out, but he directs. Like, there's a movie with his name as a direct. He he's got so many directors. Co- uh, yeah, playing Bohemian Rhapsody. Speaking of movies, again, the only reason I liked the song or like even probably knew about Queen was because of Wayne's World. Uh huh. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Which I'm sure a lot. Like of a lot of probably. kids, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I knew I had the Mighty Ducks and the Mighty Ducks two soundtracks. Nice. Both of them had "We Will Rock You" and "We Are the Champions" on it. Yeah. <laughs> Both of them. <laughs> And so I knew those songs very well. I had no idea who Queen was or anything, but I just I loved those songs. And uh, and then yeah, Wayne's World. I was like Bohemian Rhapsody. And uh, I tried to watch the Bohemian Rhapsody movie the other night. I got like twenty minutes into it, and I was like, I don't think I think I no, I'm not gonna like this. I do want to see the Elton John. I heard the Elton John one was really good. Like, because it's like a musical, right? Oh, is it? Or I just heard that they just got, got more things about his life, right? They didn't, yeah. like, gloss over things like they did in Bohemian Rhapsody. Fucking biopics. But I know that they did, like, re, like shot for shot, like, basically redid one of his music videos. I saw, like, a comparison on Reddit. Uh, that, that looked cool. Bohemian Rhapsody did that with the performance, right? Live, the live A. Live A, that's what I heard. Yeah, which seems watch. dumb, though. Just yeah, watch it on right. YouTube. It's way dumber than, like, a music video, at the very least, are, like, you know, recreating the, the production value of it. They're kind of, like... Showing a slice of life of the, uh, the the era, yeah. But with a concert, it's just like, well, that's it's just as a bunch of people. Like concert videos aren't in, intrinsically interesting, right? Like there's nothing visually interesting about. Like you could listen to a concert, and it would be basically the same as if you're watching it. I see where you're coming from. I actually will. I love watching like live. Oh, I'm not saying that like you're dumb for watching it. I'm just saying like <laughs> for look, a movie. Look team Woody Allen. You have your opinion and I, no, I, I'm saying for a movie where you're telling the life of a person, like you don't have to do that. Right. 
Uh, I agree with that. Scorsese has 66 directing credits, and if you look at his page, it's their major releases almost every oh, year. Oh, nice. Almost every year he's had major releases. You're right. You're right. It's insane. I mean, it's insane. And, like, yeah, a, a lot of people haven't seen a lot of his movies, and maybe some of them aren't nearly as good as some of the others. I but thought the like, last thing he did was The Departed. <laughs> <laughs> I missed a few. He did Silence. Well, uh, it's been a little silence. slower lately. I think Silence. Well, no, he did the Bob Dylan documentary, I think, recently. He has a lot of music documentaries. Oh, the one that's on Dylan. Netflix? Yeah, yeah. That yeah. one's cool. I, I watched, watched most it. of it. Really? Um, bringing it back to this. Queen. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah, we should uh, probably talk about that. <laughs> I was in, uh, when we went to Conuga in Chattanooga uh, oh, yeah, yeah. a while ago, they had a karaoke room. And we went oh, the nice. first night, and somebody did this song, and it was a real crowd pleaser because oh, everybody yeah, totally. sang along with sure. it. And I was like, that was a good choice. And then the next night, we went back in, and a different person did it. And the same <laughs> thing happened. Of course. But because I had been there both nights, I was like, this fucking sucks. This, <laughs> this is bullshit. My, my brother ran karaoke at a place uh, for like, I don't know, six months a year. But I would go, I was living with him at the time, and I would go, and I noticed there was a few songs that like, were always crowd pleasers and people would always uh you know sing along one of them was like sweet caroline people love fucking white people love saying bop 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 (laughs) (laughs) they love it they love that bop 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 they do it when it's not actually in the song it's just like the part where it's like it It was like fenway because they played at red sox games in like the seventh (laughs) inning and i think that's where it came from and now everybody does it there's a there was a time where i was going to a bar weekly for their karaoke night and this was probably a little bit pre the huge Don't Stop Believing boom, but that song would be sang sometimes multiple times every fucking week. And I started fucking hating that song from then on, and I, I still hate that song to this day. So I don't hate Journey. I just what if the next song on Corey's <laughs> Like, I only hate it because of its just complete yeah, oversaturation. oversaturation. Yes. Although you could... Maybe say the same thing about this song. Yeah, but song, this is a great song. It rules, yeah. <laughs> this song, <laughs> this song goes, is way better this than this goes song. all over the place and it's yeah. impressive. It's fun. It's, like it's two weird. or three songs in one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so on karaoke, uh, my two my like two go to songs are and this makes sense based on everything I've talked about, are Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. Ah, nice. A crowd pleaser. People I'm love sure, that song. Right? Yeah. And I can do, do a, it. I can do a great LeFou impression, too. <laughs> um, and then the other one is Dentist from Little Shop of Horrors, oh, awesome. which is like the first play in high school that I did tech for, that I like was involved yeah. with. Uh, oh, so it has Shop a special place in my heart. It's a but it's such a, In your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so What's your go-to? For karaoke? Yeah. Born to Run. Oh. Springsteen, baby. I usually end up standing on a chair or table or something yeah, and being you told you have to get down. I, I like to pull a stool up on stage and sit down. If I'm like really want to make a show of it, I'll order a red wine first, and then I. Sing, I don't think I've ever I seen sing, you do karaoke. Uh, Call Tyrone by Erica Badu. Nice. And people just like lose their minds. It's just so silly. Do you want to take a break? We're sure. That uh, was eleven songs in. We got eight more. So mm-hmm. yeah. Let's take a break. Yeah, uh, we'll right, be right back with more my high school music. My high school musical. <laughs> Ooh, we got we got a new, new episode concept. Hey. Uh, more of my high school iPod with Corey Davino. Hey. And we're back. <laughs> Coming up next in the top of the charts. <laughs> I don't want to work. I want to bang on the drum all day. It's 4.45 in the morning. 
Good, 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 good morning. I just did a bump of cocaine. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> All right. <clears throat> okay. And we're back in three, two. <laughs> and we're back. It's my high school iPod. Jay Howell, Muhammad Joma, our guest today. Hey it's Corey Domino. Hey guys. If you're just tuning in. <laughs> if you decided to put your. <laughs> podcast halfway through. Yeah. Uh, it's like, I was skipping all this bullshit. And you happen to Less come like, always the best. at the right halfway mark. <laughs> like at the right coming back from the break. Some people got a knack for getting that perfect spot. Uh, we're, we're going through Corey's awesome mix. Uh, we're 11 songs in. Corey, uh, just before we go to the next song, when we talked about doing this, you were like, there might be a track with like whale sounds and stuff. <laughs> Well, I had a. I was looking for it too. I was looking for my whale sounds one, and I don't. I don't know what happened to it, but I had, and I. So okay, I joined. I don't remember if it was specifically Columbia Record House, but it was like one of those kind of like musical right. subscriptions. Yeah, yeah. You know, like a bunch of suckers did, where you were like, oh yeah, ten CDs for like a. <laughs> wait, nickel. wait, wait. Was that a thing where just like how did they rip you off of that? So you had. So you would get. They get you in by saying like you get so many number of CDs for like right. for like ten cents totally. a CD. It seems dope. And I was like, oh yeah, and I loaded it up with like I think that's why I have so many like Will Smith albums. <laughs> I, I think Train like drops of Jupiter. I think I got yeah. that one. <laughs> Just because, like, I didn't have you any idea of, like, of what to do. Albums I was, real I was, quick. Yeah, I was like, oh, what do I, what do I already have that I want more of? Um, which I know it's not on here, but I really want to listen to one of these DJ, okay, uh, these Will Smith Fresh Prince uh, ones because, like, oh, it's so because it's comedy and it tells a story and it's amazing. They are ridiculous. Is it, is it about parents and their lack of understanding? No, I'm doing a deeper <laughs> cut. Okay. <laughs> the men in black song <laughs> wait so how how the ripoff where did the ripoff come from like was it like something oh, where so you just had okay to... so once you got those like you know Muhammad amazing still deal, wants to join sorry i, I, I didn't mean, i stopped explaining halfway through it's fair <laughs> i i thought i figured and i'll let you explain it but i figured it's something where you have to cancel yeah right? so you had to it was like you get so many cds but then you had to pay full price for so many other cds before you could cancel Okay, so you and couldn't so, just cancel it. You would yeah, have to buy certain. You had things. to. Otherwise, you pay some. I don't know. I was like, because I was just thinking like, when I did it. So I don't was not in today's day and age. We're also used to being like free month and then being like put yeah. the date down in the calendar because you yes. got to cancel it on this day. Mm-hmm. That like that model could never work today if that was you yeah. know the model. We didn't have calendars like, back then. Yeah, nobody I, knew how to keep track of time. I think. Not the one that I did, but I think other ones, like, they would just start sending you albums, and you had to send back the ones you didn't want. And mm-hmm. so the gimmick was that, like, they would just keep charging your credit card because people would be too lazy to right, send, send back these that, albums. Right. But luckily, the one I did, you just had, were contractually obligated to buy. All right, let's, just, let's get, let's, uh, track 12. There you go, baby. This has been a pretty good mix so far. That's what right? I was getting yeah. at with, like, I was expecting Here, come, here comes three body count songs. <laughs> this is the one... <laughs> These are also songs I just love singing along with for the most part, too. But this is a White Stripe song. Yes. Oh, yeah. 
uh, I love singing White Stripes songs because, like, Jack White isn't always on key. Yeah. Which, is, which like, apparently is his aesthetic, right. which is great. And so, like, I don't have to sing on key, but I'm singing White Stripes songs. And if I do karaoke with it, then no one can blame me for me because I'm like, no, I'm doing it in the style yeah. of Jack White. I'm Jack Whitey. <laughs> Um, do you remember what album this one was on? Uh, I think it was behind. It was Get Behind Me, Satan. I think. Okay. Which I think is the first one I bought, and I was looking for that, but I brought. I also brought Elephant, which is like. I uh, I bought that first White Stripes album off of that first single, which I can't remember. Deadly? No. Not you fell in love with a girl. Yes, and it's because fell in love with a girl sounded like a cool old punk song yeah and i was like cool i love this kind of music and i got that album and it was like an album that i listened to it was like not for me for like a year and then got back into the band probably when the second album came out and then went back and loved that first album now but yeah yeah it's fell in love with a girl it it sounded like the hives which was another band around that time it's just like that like almost like you know like they should be wearing suits and playing you know, guitars or whatever. But. They had a, I mean, they had a very color-coded outfit system going. Like they only did like That's red, true. black, and white. white. Yeah. I, there have been that. I feel like the more that time goes, the more time that passes, the more I like the white. Uh, and totally. The, and the more I think, like, like hearing this, being like. These motherfuckers were yeah, amazing. This rules, right? Yeah. Like it's a song that I probably never thought twice about, and now I'm like, yeah, this song's awesome. Yeah. I so I heard this at the end of uh, the movie Paranorman, and I oh, was yeah. like, but I heard I was I was like really excited when I heard it, and uh, the person I was with was like, why does that <laughs> matter? Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Paranorman didn't get enough love by the movie rules. So it came out at the same time as um, Frankenweenie. Frankenweenie, which was which not was as overshadowed. Good. It was nowhere near. Yeah. I saw it, uh, a double feature at the drive-in. It was like the perfect double feature. Absolutely. And it was nowhere near. As Paranorman is a really good movie. Yeah, it's like super it's good, so good, super well written, like just a, like really fun. And, and Frankenweenie is kind of like it's like nowhere near as good as the short that it's based on, and it's a little racist. <laughs> Because, like, there's a Japanese kid with, like, a strong, like, stereotypical accent. And his, instead of, like, like, they, like, all the school kids try to, like, you know, Frank and Weenie their pets. And he had some kind of lizard that turns into a Godzilla. And it's like, oh, come come on, Tim Burton. You can be more creative than that. (laughs) Can't he, though? Tenacious D. (laughs) Yeah, back to Tenacious D. Which, uh, I haven't listen to too much of their recent stuff. Oh my god, their last their album that came out this year. Very good. Is it it's, good? It's really very good. I'll have to good. check it out. Yes. This was I mean, and this was like their biggest hit, mm-hmm. I'm assuming. But this song blew my mind. I loved Wonder Boy. That oh, was yeah. like the first Tenacious D song I heard and and then hearing this just being like again. It's a story. They, yeah. the, it's a meta concept song. albums and like the whole album tells a story. I mean, it's very that sketches cool. in between. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and uh, very funny. I think my favorite part about this song is that this this isn't the best song in the world. Right. right. <laughs> they couldn't they couldn't remember the best song, so this is just a tribute to the song they sang to the devil. Well, and, and so much of uh, the comedy that I like is is like this sort of. They, they do it with such seriousness, you know what I mean? Right. It's like such a silly thing. It's such a joke. Mm-hmm. But it's like, we're going to play it as serious and straight and like take it seriously and make good music with it. You yeah. know what I mean? It's not like they're 
like, oh, this is a big silly joke, and we're just joking around. They, like, take it very seriously. They're, Kyle Gass is an amazing guitar player, and Jack Black is an amazing singer. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. I feel like they, uh, this is something that, like, I think Lonely Island really glommed onto, but right. they were making funny songs that were, like, good songs. Yes. Right. Like, that, that's kind of how they broke through and, like, made it more than just, like, Weird Al or something. Mm-hmm. Or Cletus T. Judd. Uh, which, oh, that's, uh, which, like, uh, Cletus T. Judd, I think, was the first. Do you know Cletus T. Judd? Do you know no. what I'm talking about? So he was the country version of Weird Al. Okay. And I think that was the first concert that I went to. <laughs> and, and he was opening for someone like Travis Tritt or something, which I was had zero interest in uh, because I love comedy. And uh, it was at uh, the theme park Wild Adventures. In All of Georgia. this is awesome. <laughs> I love this whole thing. So, have you guys heard of Wild Adventures in Va- Valdosta, Georgia? Uh-uh. No. Valdosta. Um, so, it's a... The great... Oh, man. Wild Adventures is a trip. So, like, uh, it started off as a petting zoo called Liberty Farms Animal Park. <laughs> and slowly they started adding rides. Like, carnival-style rides. Yeah. And then they started having, like, roller coasters. And then it turned into, like, a Six Flags... But they still had, like, a zoo part of it. I was going to say, what had happened to the animals? <laughs> I felt so bad for them because, like, you'd be in this kind of tranquil area, but there'd be people, like, screaming on roller coasters. Uh, it's just a weird... And also, they filmed um, Zombieland there. The, the theme oh, park yeah, yeah, yeah. is Wild Adventures in Valdosta, Georgia. When you say he was the country weird out, was he doing parody songs or, like, of actual country songs? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And he was not as good as Weird Al. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Track 14. Uh, yeah, of the Coheed. Well, Coheed. This is the, yeah. We'll kind of fly through these last few. Your eyes tell the story. Was this, this was on the yeah. next album. The this is In Keeping Secrets. Yeah. In Keeping Secrets of Silent Earth 3. Yes. <laughs> I still can't remember what the other, I remember it had two in the title because they had, because um, like, it was like Star Wars, like the first album wasn't. Yeah, they use Roman Roman numerals. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, what was it called? I can't remember. Um, funny thing about this song, uh, my AOL screen name for a brief moment of time was "Bye Bye Beautiful Five, because in this chorus it says "Bye Bye Beautiful," don't bother to write. But I couldn't get "Bye Bye Beautiful." Somebody else took it. <laughs> so I was "Bye Bye Beautiful Five. That was like junior. Nice. Alright, we're gonna skip ahead, track 15. More white stripes. I remember I also really liked the white stripes because Conan O'Brien was very adamant that they were his favorite band. And I was such a big fan of Conan O'Brien that I was like, they must be the best. I think he was in one of their music videos. It might have been this one. Yeah, I think it might have been this one. Like it was like on is like they were on his show, and At then the, like yeah, like this it w- this one if it's the one I'm thinking of it was all kind of like one shot, and it was like a room. And then they were like at a table, and he was sitting there with them. And then they went out and did his show. I just looked up. It's second stage turbine blade is the other Coheed and Cambria album. Oh yeah, of course. How did we forget How that? that? <laughs> uh, next song. Yeah, I can go through that. Track 16, baby. Oh, 
this is uh, Panic of the Disco. Oh. Which I, that was definitely more of a junior college thing. Uh, their first album. I love their first album. Was I that the one with the... With... I tried it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think these guys have ever come up on the podcast before. I... Yeah, I, I don't know. I really love the first album. And then I feel like Fall Out Boy's later albums I liked. And they like, almost switched to me. Like, I didn't like Fall Out Boy's earlier albums. Okay. What a weird, like, radio pop-punk rivalry that came up for a short period of time, those yeah. two bands. I feel like Fall Out Boy... I don't know if they actually had a rivalry. I but think they, they were buddies. Yeah, probably. But they were, like, coming up at the same time doing very similar styles of a sound that had already kind of been out for a while, I, I guess. Yeah, Fall Out Boy, Panic! at the Disco, and My Chemical Romance. Oh, yeah. yeah All totally. three of those, I was like, I had moved just a little bit past them. Yeah, I, I was I've gone boat. back, and there's a few, because after I watched oh, Umbrella Academy, speaking of I need singers, to watch that. it's great. Uh, speaking of singers who go on to write comics, like Claudio, uh, the... <laughs> Gerard Way, the guy from My Chemical Romance, wrote Umbrella Academy. And after watching that whole show and really liking it, I was like, maybe I should go back and listen to My Chemical Romance. And a lot of their songs I still don't like. But there were a few that I was like, yeah, this is kind of cool. I can I can see what they were going for. All those goth girls in my high school, maybe they had something. Uh, I hated... <laughs> All three of those bands, and when I listen to them now, I'm like, why? They sounded almost identical to shit that I was listening they to that right. like a they, year before. They had, <laughs> they had like you know negative connotation, or not negative, but like certain like uh, uh, social connotations to yeah. them. Where well, it was also in this group. If you listen to the, it was the tail end of a scene that I think people my our age were kind of growing out of, like, like emo. Well, and Green Day had kind of started to sell out, and I think that was right. like a big line in the sand where I was like, ooh, I don't want to hear music that sounds like New Green Day. Here's what it was. Those bands all were like number one on TRL. Oh, that too. For sure. And for me, like, we, my band played with Fall Out Boy at Swayze's before they were famous and they were assholes. Right. And so when they got famous, I was like, fuck these guys. (laughs) Well, at least you have a good reason. Yeah. But then I lumped the other bit, like Panic at the Disco. Maybe they were nice guys. I mean, I know. That's a great humble brag, by the way. We talked about it in another episode. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't even the first time. Oh, my God. Yeah, I played with Fall Boy. Whatever. They suck. Whatever. They were jerks. But I, I mean, I know for me, like, it's not... Like, I, I still thought that the bands that I did like, including, like, Blink-182, were good. But, uh, you know, I think at that point, it's I wasn't listening to that style. I had moved on from that style of music. So when there was new bands coming out playing this style of music, I didn't like any of them, really. You know what I mean? I was listening to things that I thought were more adult or, you know, a little bit more... Uh, well, really, I was listening to hip-hop. Yeah. And so I heard stuff like this, and I was just like, nah, fuck this. They were, but it didn't stop me from like literally playing the Blink-22 album, Enema of the State even, like, or Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, probably, in my car, which was, you know, same, the same fucking shit, you know? Do you think like, it's because you would, like... It's the same reason I still you'd think essentially, those, those no, You'd essentially, okay, like, though. grown up. With, right, like, right, they right. got a free pass. No, they might be giant song. Nice. So this song I really like because um, uh, uh, a friend of my brother's uh, recorded uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Either he recorded it from TV or like from another tape, 
And to fill out the time, he also put in a bunch of MTV songs. Ah. Uh, or like MTV music videos. And one of them was this song. And so I, that was probably the first time I'd ever heard They Might Be Giants. Okay. So this one actually particularly has a special place in my heart. V- VHSs of music videos is something I'm very fond of from my so, childhood. There's a lot of good ones in that, in that mix. It's the one from Robin Hood. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, oh, I don't yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it's Brian Adams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, what is it? it is, Just like uh, the greatest you know original song. Yeah, everything from- I do. <laughs> Yeah, and it's just clips from the movie. Right. <laughs> the music- we've we we that came up in another. Yeah, I was trying to think if that was on um, the podcast or it got cut out. We, we talked about how out, yeah. like like movies used to have these amazing songs mm-hmm. that people were like write original for the movie yes, that they would hire yeah. somebody to. Uh, was, I, mean, I guess they still have that to some extent. But fun not, fact, I'll start. Uh, is associated with Shrek, but it was actually in Mystery Men. Ah. It was, was kind of like made for almost. Or like it is a fun fact. It. The video, the actual Smash Mouth video has the Mystery Men in it. Oh, nice. Yeah. You know, if that was still going on today, every fucking Marvel movie would have some oh, no. weird original oh, song. <laughs> you know like- who could sing them? Jeremy Renner, because apparently he's a <laughs> singer now. Oh, that's weird. He's in like Jeep commercials. Amazing. Singing. And what? it's like promoting Jeeps and Jeremy Renner's album. I really like <laughs> that's weird. I really like Jeremy Renner as an actor, but I feel like he's this far from me being like fuck that guy. There's something about his face that is just like you you almost <laughs> want to not like him, but he's a very good actor I, and I like him in most of his roles. I feel I I almost have sympathy for him because Hawkeye is such like a useless character. Yeah. Like oh, you shoot arrows, sometimes they explode. I was like, oh, yeah, well, this guy can turn into a a green powerhouse, (laughs) and this guy's a literal god, uh, and this guy uh, uses mental powers. He has no superpowers. But it's kind of what makes him cool. With those arrows. I I think that's why uh, I feel like him and and, uh, Black Widow, because they're kind of the same. Just like, we're just kind of like dudes. (laughs) Honestly, they worked way harder at their thing than any of the other Avengers. Yeah. yeah, I think it's uh, a movie I love. Uh, American uh, History X. No, fucking uh, the <laughs> David <laughs> David O. Russell movie uh, with with him as Carmine Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, American Hustle. What the fuck? Yes, American Hustle. I think that movie I, is. Is this a uh, Regina yeah, Spector? Regina Spector. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I almost forgot. Like who's this album? I need is to go great. back and. I love Regina Spector. I need to go back and listen. You to know some what? I, I love. Forgot. My whole entire life, from the time I was four or five years old, I've loved Orca Whales, and I nice. used to listen to this song in college. Uh, me and friend of the show Mitchell Actually Hardage would like smoke weed and listen to this album and the first time I heard it I was like this song's about orca whales <laughs> this song is for me it is a great song the album is great I really like this album mm-hmm. she's she's one of those like cool pop sing like pop lady singers mm-hmm. she's, she's yeah. got a real cool thing going on she's Where, Russian like, she could yeah. just be kind of lumped like in with like a lot of other I thought she was I didn't know that Sometimes I feel that way about Lana Del Rey, but Lana Del Rey kind of seems like a douchebag, too. Yeah. Conversation about she had her a new recently. album. I haven't listened to it yet, though. Uh, she was almost actually going to be on my Now, that's what I call music, because her single is a cover of a Sublime song. 
Yeah. And it's pretty good. I mean, I don't know. It's her single? Yeah, it's like the song on the radio right now is a cover of uh, like a Sublime song. Yeah. I always thought that now that's what I call music. I thought that was always a weird name. It's like, now that is what's legally considered music. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, I guess it is music. They're still going. <laughs> it's like at 25 or something. No, it's, it's at like, no, like almost, Yeah, oh, it's over 100 in certain countries. So when, we were, uh, when we went on the cabin trip, the bachelor party, mm. uh, and we went to that Walmart in town to like get supplies, Yeah, I saw Now That's What I Call Music, volume 69. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you should have gotten that. All the, that. Everything about it was hilarious. <laughs> All right. Here we go, guys. Last track. Final track 19. Track. Oh, shit. What is it? From over to right now. Oh yeah, another <laughs> great movie soundtrack. This is a, such a good, and that one like won a uh, uh, Grammy, I think. It introduced, it, it weirdly introduced a lot of young people to like nineteen forties bluegrass. I yeah. still really love bluegrass because yeah. of this movie. Yeah, uh, it's so good. I really started to like like Emmy Lou Harris. I think is on this album mm-hmm. as well as another female who I got really into, female singer, but. There's a few like this whole sound actually like really kind of embedded itself into my music because of this soundtrack and probably music in general. I feel like a lot of music kind of was influenced from this mm-hmm. and like started being a little bit more bluegrassy. Did you? So when you were constructing, this was a mega fucking hit. By the yeah. way, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, it was this really was like multi- this was, this this was huge. Platinum. Yeah. Um, when you were. And if I was a good host, I would have asked you this before <laughs> the last track no, no. of this mix CD. This is like, a good time to ask. When you were making mix CDs, were you conscious of like, were you like, I'm going to put this Oh Brother Arthur song last? Were you like thinking uh, of construction of the track list? Or I, was it just kind of. It, it feels, boom, boom, it boom, feels boom, boom, very. Boom. I definitely had some sort of. Because con- I didn't put. Unlike Mike, I didn't put the two They Might right. Be Giant songs back to back. And the two Coheed songs, I definitely spaced it out. Yeah. Because it was something yeah. I knew I was going to be listening to on loop. Because when I had a, a disc in my disc man listening to it in the car, I probably wasn't going to switch it out for a while. Right. So I, mean, I definitely even, made this with that. In starting mind. with Johnny Cash, you got uh, yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody like squarely in the middle. Mm-hmm. And then anyway, I, I think there was a lot of thought put into this. And, and like I said, this is one that I would fall back on if like I knew I was gonna have a date or something and right, put on. Right, right. So, so like that's why it doesn't have like some of the like weirder stuff that I was right. definitely listening to. It was like the the quirky kind of thing that like hey, if a girl's into this then probably gonna get along and she doesn't have to know about this. Yeah. <laughs> I'll play like, the weird ones later. <laughs> that'll that'll be a favor she'll do for me later. Listening to to my Simpsons <laughs> Which I brought. Oh man, this uh, is great. Uh, this was great. Yeah, nice. It's a great. I really playlist. liked it. Um, I think if you were planning a party now, you just pop in the awesome mix. Oh, for sure. Shit's going down. Um, well, cool. <laughs> well, that was uh, that was that was Corey's awesome mix uh, from his from his high school, uh, and I, I thank him for bringing it. Uh, but now it's time for our newest segment. I'm just going to keep calling it our newest segment until Forever. we come up with did a, hear, a did newer Did I got the sting last week? Yes. Yeah. Now, that's what I call music. Should I make room for that or you, do you nah, just add it in? Now it's time for our uh, new segment. You guys, we're getting all your fan mail. We appreciate it. Everybody um, loves this every, new segment. Everybody's loving it. Um, it's It means a lot Shit. that you guys are... Um, a, a couple even like met and have since gotten married 
because of their love for our new segment. And that means <laughs> the world to us. Uh, so it's, now it's time for our, our newest segment. Now! That's what I call music. <laughs> so it's now that's what I call music. Uh, we've been talking about music from the past, and now it's time to get with the present. Uh, so we're each going to play a song uh, that we've been really enjoying recently uh, that's kind of stuck out in our minds. And um, let's get it started, as always. Uh, Muhammad? So I kind of, I almost teased this, but then I bit my tongue. So there was two female singers with covers of bands that I used to like. Yeah, I mentioned Lana Del Rey covered the Sublime song. Mm-hmm. Colleen Green has covered uh, all of Blink-182's Dude Ranch. She covered the entire album. It's oh, cool. It's on uh, Bandcamp right now, but yeah. So That's so weird to me that like Blink-182 is at a point where someone's like nostalgically covering all of their songs for their album it's they're almost oldies at this point oh no (laughs) oh no no i don't wanna she just does it all on a bass guitar very interesting very cool and kind of a fun new take on an album that i was obsessed with but gore i love this yeah It also like reminds me that I think, especially later on, their lyrics became very eye rolly and silly. This album's got some good lyrics on it. So there's no other. Nope, just her in a bass just guitar. Her in a bass? <laughs> yeah. Have you ever listened to Colleen Green before? Never, ever. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't really familiar with her, but her, she, her work's good. Um, she's better at the bass than <laughs> you're gonna her compass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say the new Blink-182 song, uh, the song's whatever, actually. The Did new we watch Blink- the video the together? The new Blink-182 video is the worst <laughs> music video I have ever seen in my entire life. I hate it more than I've hated any music video ever. It's so fucking stupid. It's very I, I frustrating. I, I, I don't know who it's for. I don't understand it. It blows my mind. It's, um, it's Blink-182, the members of Blink-182, and kids doing Fortnite dances. Yes, a bunch of children doing Fortnite dances and like l- looking at camera and doing that like come on wait like follow me and yeah. then the camera like follows them outside into like a playground and they're all fucking flossing and it, it's the worst and it's like not funny it's not like ironic it's just like it's, it's legit weird I don't understand what the fuck it is it drives me crazy and I this, totally agree <laughs> I was here the whole time the song is not bad it's, just it's blink, okay. I mean, it's, it's not good either, but it's, it's what Blink whatever. One Eighty Two yeah. sounds like now. Like, but have you seen the new Blink One Eighty Two music video? No, it's the worst music video I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> anyway, um, so that was uh, that was Colleen Green. Colleen Green, yeah. Um, she's got a lot of music out there, and uh, it's it sounds different than that, but she's really good. Um, yeah, that was cool. I like that. Um, Corey. Do you want to play something? Do you want to tell me what to play? Or do you have a... Yeah, because uh, you had mentioned uh, that this was a thing, and I was thinking about it um, Keep in keeping with the 
theme of, okay. of my life and my musical tastes. What I've actually been listening to on repeat uh, is the uh, Steven Universe, the movie soundtrack, which has so, oh, it's such, such good songs. Uh, as, as a fan of musical theater, like I said, like it, the way the mo- movie is like structured is very much like it has that kind of like um, at the very beginning, it has like an old Hollywood, like old Disney movie feel. Okay. Um, is there a specific song you want to so hear? So specifically, I want you to play, this is probably like, I don't know, like the villain song of the movie. It's called Other Friends. Um, Ooh, that's dark. Yeah. And it's, uh, oh, I got it. so this the villain a, in this movie. This is a move, like a major motion picture? It was a TV movie. Okay. <laughs> like uh, a lot but of like, honestly, shows, yeah. I think it should have been in a movie. Because uh, Teen Titans Go yeah, <laughs> was in the theaters, yeah. and this movie is way better. Like, it's, it is like a legit, legitimately good movie, whereas Teen Titans Go was like you know, oh, parody, it's a whatever. Comedy, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, uh, compare the two. But. I've never seen Steven Universe. I'm going to one of these. Whenever, days, like, like, I know I I, we've talked about it. Gets, well, and it sounds right up my alley. It's just whenever I it gets brought up, I always know Corey loves Steven, Steven Universe. Universe. I am obsessed with this show. For like a couple different reasons. Yeah. <laughs> well, me and you have bonded a lot over uh, Adventure Time, mm-hmm. uh, but like and for whatever reason, this one just sort of. Well, Rebecca Sugar was a storyboard artist, which is basically right. like a writer right, on right, Adventure right. Time, and she did a lot of the Marceline episodes, which are like arguably some of the best episodes. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> is this the villain talking? Cartoon soundtracks are great because uh, they're just musicals, you know? Like yeah. The Simpsons does it a lot. It's just like, oh yeah, these are just musical numbers. And this movie in particular is like a lot of songs. Um, like it, does, the show, does the show do a lot of songs? Like, like it's not like every episode, but like there'll be, there's quite a few songs in the show for sure. Um, and this song in particular I really like because... Um, it wasn't on my awesome mix, but I, there's a band I love called Caravan Palace that is a, like, French elec- electro-techno, uh, or electro-swing kind of band. Okay. And so this kind of has some of the, yeah. that feel to it. The villain I, itself is, like, supposed to be a very kind of, like, Max Fleischer era cartoony villain, so it makes sense that it's, like, a swing kind of song. Gotcha. It sounds very much like a villain song in a musical <laughs> on stage, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like telling a story, like like I love. This is cool. I like this. Um, there's some good, there's some like really good songs. <laughs> I could go on. I could probably talk a whole podcast about like just this movie. Who um, just like who is Steven Universe? Like, is there an age group it's based towards, or they just make? Because I I know it's like technically, I guess aimed toward like probably what you call like the six to eleven. Uh, age group, but like, there's things in that show that like no kid is gonna like connect with emotionally or understand. Right? Because there's like gender thing. Like, uh, it's it's probably most famous for having like a, a lesbian wedding in the mm. show. Like they did that last year. Okay. And it's you know that's like cartoons have been big on that now. Thing. Yeah, and and we're great. Uh, Rebecca yeah, Sugar, awesome. the creator, had to fight tooth and nail to to really? have that in there. Yeah. yeah. I know Clarence, which maybe is aimed at a little bit of an older audience, but one of the main characters has uh, two moms. Right, right. uh, The square headed kid. Yeah. And of course, famously, spoiler alert, if you guys haven't watched the finale of um, 
Adventure Time. Oh yeah, they full on like make they, out. At they the end. yeah, they like confirm that they're yeah. they were uh, oh, they were uh, in a real relationship. Princess Bubblegum and Marceline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is again two major characters who like it's yeah. one of those things that I think like fans, especially like probably some of the older fans, always like ship them together. Oh, you know sure. what I mean? But then like the last couple of seasons, it was like oh I guess they just are in a relationship. And then in the last episode, they like kiss on screen. You're like oh shit, they were. Again, <laughs> they were in a relationship. Generation after. Was, it's gonna be just fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, they won't have much of a world to live in. I know, but as far as like loving, <laughs> they won't be able to leave their right. houses because of the forest fires. Yeah. Everywhere. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> but they'll be trying. very woke. It's not our fault. It's kind of our fault. But not as much. No, no. Um, all right. So a friend of mine. Uh, told me I need to watch The Shop, the, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. the, the Ron Ron HBO show, show. Yeah. and I watched it. I really liked it. Uh, the theme song is this 2 Chains song. I was going to say, is that 2 Chains? Yeah. The beat in this song is amazing. Oh, yeah. And uh, he's he's great, too. He's, 2 Chains is one of those low-key, like, amazing yeah. rappers. But who, this song makes me so happy. Yeah. But that, like... This beat is. If you want Jay to like your hip hop song, <laughs> have a beat like this. I'm all about it. Atlanta rapper, two chains. It's great. Um, the show's cool too. I, I recommend like it's like a talk show, but in like a barbershop setting, and it's pretty low key. But they like, you know, they they get into some shit and like. It's 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 very uh, it's very cool. I think LeBron James, who like there was a time where I was like, uh, and I don't watch a lot of NBA, but like I was kind of like, oh fuck that guy, he's the big you know good player, and so there's always sort of that hatred of that guy. But like he's kind of like the best professional athlete. Like he's done so much good stuff yeah. and like really help like make the NBA into a I I think a much more progressive and better league. I mean he was doing it on the shoulders of a lot of things and a lot of other people but he was able to be political as like a major athlete which a lot of major athletes kind of shy away from and that he and got then, some shit for, like people being like and he shut up and play he went through it and yeah. he's like come out on the other side as like being very revered for, for that kind of stuff and especially in the wake of the Trayvon Martin shooting and a few other things but just like uh, I was listening to the new 30 for 30 podcast series uh, about Donald Sterling which is fantastic five parts you should check it out but they were talking about uh, some at one point somebody had asked him about one of his teammates was like protesting for um, Darfur and they were like LeBron what do you think of this and he like just said oh I need to research some more about it I know he really cares about it I'm going to research about it and then like came out with a statement a week later that was like yeah, I read about it, and it's fucked up, and this is what we should do, and we have a voice and a responsibility to make people aware of this. <laughs> it's like, fucking nice. LeBron. Yeah. How they're killing it. He's uh, I feel like he's very aware of his like brand and everything, uh, but I, I, I definitely, and also from watching that show, it's like, no, he, he cares about stuff. And yeah. He, and he he's has, also like, never really had, his only controversy has been leaving Cleveland. Right. <laughs> like he's not a contract. He's keeps his nose clean. He's plays really, really well, obviously. Yeah. And, uh, he's, he's also very like from watching that show. And I know the song's over and we're just talking about LeBron James. Who didn't even sing the song. Uh, <laughs> but he's, by the way, Martin Scorsese directed a movie. Oh, every year since. <laughs> uh, but he's, he seems very aware of like 
that he does have this platform. And so what he does talk about and who he does talk to is, is people are going to pay attention to it. Uh, Corey, thank you so much for coming and doing our podcast. Thanks for having me. This was a lot of fun. And you have to come back. Yeah, I got to get through the... Because all the stuff that was on that awesome mix was like... Kind of mainstream stuff. Like, it was like... <laughs> yeah. I was like... Because when I was pitching it to you guys, like, I got the weirdest stuff. Yeah. I was expecting some, like, some weird... Yeah, some weird, like, pipe organs with somebody, <laughs> like, counting in, in Portuguese or something. But no, I got Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever heard of this band called Queen? <laughs> um... <laughs> Do you want to uh, promote anything? I know you 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 do some improv. You got any? This is going to come out next week. Yeah, next week. Yeah, next right Thursday. Now. go go like uh, go like Captain's Log on Facebook. It's the Star Trek improv group that I'm in, which we just re- uh, performed last week at Dragon Con. I heard it. Uh, really and they well. are turning people away at the door. Oh shit! People were lining up like an hour beforehand. It's amazing. Yeah, I went last was, year and it was also packed, sold out, mm-hmm. and it was amazing. It was so good. So hopefully next year they'll put us in a bigger room because obviously ah. we're packing it out. Fuck yeah! Maybe one year we'll actually get like a Star Trek person to like get on stage, like Shatner. Oh, that'd be fucking amazing. He's there right? like every year. Yeah. Garrett Wang, who plays uh, Harry Kim on Voyager, like helps program the Trek Trek at, really? at Dragon Con apparently, which like. It's like, come it's on, work. I, we can get we can get Harry Kim on right. on our improv show. Um, well, hell yeah, um, yeah. Check out Captain's Log, like him on Facebook. Oh, and uh, I'm also in this show called Noir, which is an improv film noir thing. So like that on Facebook too. Oh yeah, and check out Corey's episodes of Let's Make a Podcast. That's my plug. Thanks so for I'm, waiting till the end to welcome. promote them. That's what I'm really known for. They're both really good. And we're, uh, as soon as that new uh, Jane Silent Bob movie comes out, we're oh, going yeah, to record we another, should one. Do another one. Yeah. You should do it in <laughs> the theater. You should yeah. go to the theater. We went to like a 10 a.m. <laughs> screening. We might be able to get there if, with nobody else there and actually do that. If anyone complains, it's just like, no, it's for a podcast. It's okay. Don't it's worry. Okay. It's for a podcast. Don't worry. We have recording devices in here. <laughs> <laughs> no, no manager of. Uh, of the cab mall amc <laughs> we're a podcast <laughs> hundreds of people listen to us thanks for forty thousand downloads i'm just gonna start saying that now no one's gonna check up on that yeah. uh Mohammed, anything no listen to those episodes for real they're great Corey was one of my favorite guests that i've ever had on the show i'm a super funny jay i know i wasn't <laughs> saying you weren't Cut all this out. I don't want any of this on. Um, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you like us, tell some friends about us. Let's spread the word. A uh, real grassroots movement for this digital audio platform. Um, you can find us on Instagram at my high school iPod. You can find us on Twitter at my HS iPod. Uh, the theme song for this episode and every episode was performed by Marcus. You can find Marcus at we underscore r underscore marcus uh you guys are wonderful thank you have a wonderful day be nice to people and until next time make yourself a playlist put it on shuffle throw those earbuds in get out there and change the world i was spot on that, that was time. perfect Hell yeah. thanks guys bye bad little kid my mama noticed funny things i did 
Like shooting puppies with a BB gun I'd poison guppies And when I was done I'd find a pussycat and bash in its head That's when my mama said What did she say? She said, my boy, I think someday You'll find a way to make your natural tendencies pay You'll be a dead 